a message to my daughter. Ava, I know life has been different than what you may have expected or what you see around you right now. But I want to first start off by telling you how proud I am of you, how much I love you, and how sorry I am that things worked out the way they worked out um, between me and your mother. Um, Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined, one, um, talking to you through a podcast, and I hope you hear this uh, whenever you're old enough, and I hope I'm here when you listen to it. You're almost seven years old, and your life changed right after you turned four not even a month after you turned four. And you have shown me how resilient, how strong, and how brave you are. And I can't tell you how much I love you for that. You show me how to be a better person, how to be a better father, how to be a better example. You're a great big sister. You've taken on a role that you were never really supposed to take on. You're not only his big sister, but you're his role model, you're his friend, you're a, you're a type of caregiver to him, you watch over him, you've helped me out from day one, right, running diapers back and forth, getting his milk out of the fridge, getting him a snack out of the pantry, and I know your brother loves you and appreciates you for that. Recently, you've been asking me a lot more questions. The other night, you asked, how did mommy die? And why did she die? You know, when you were four, you thought mommy just took a drive and she reached her hand out and God took her hand. And that was the most innocent thing that you can come up with in your head and the most logical thing you can come up with in your head. But here we are, you know, a few months from you turning seven and you've been asking deeper questions. You've been asking how mommy died and why mommy died. Well, the other night when you were laying down, you asked me a question, and that came out of nowhere. It took Daddy for a complete shock. And I answered the best way I could, and um, it was truthful, but it's also, um, it was also a little, a little stretch on the truth as well. So I'm going to tell you what I told you, and I'm going to tell you why I told you that. I told you Mommy was sick. Mommy got sick when you were born, when she was pregnant with you. I told you you spent two months in the hospital, and she spent a month in the hospital. She got some blood transfusions. You got through, through some, some procedures as well. You know, you were a tiny little thing, two pounds, nine ounces, and you were just so fragile but so strong at the same time. And mommy was the same way, very fragile. My first time seeing her. Um, the way I saw her, and that'll be etched in daddy's memories for the rest of his life. But mommy got sick when you were born, and then after you were born, you guys spent some time in the hospital, you got better, and finally we all came home together. And we had a great time for a few years. Mommy's, um, mommy changed a little bit after the first few months, right? Some mommies do that. Uh, your hormones, the things that are going on inside you don't always go back to normal after you have a baby. And with you, it took mommy about six months to get back to normal. Daddy didn't know who mommy was. Mommy didn't know who mommy was. And daddy didn't recognize that because 
that was daddy's first time going through pregnancy and that was mommy's first time going through pregnancy everything was very different but about six seven months after you were born a light switch went off and things progressed back to normal um some people call that postpartum depression now, mommy never got diagnosed with postpartum depression because she didn't think anything was wrong. And she didn't think, she just thought that, you know, that's just the way it was. And she was just angry or upset or emotional for whatever happened in that moment. But looking back at it, daddy and mommy were very, very blind to the 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 process of, you know, post-pregnancies. Anyway... Things were fine. Things were good. Mommy and daddy decided to have another um, baby because you kept on asking for a brother or a sister. So not only did we want another brother or sister, so it's not on you, right? Now, I don't want to say like you wanted it, so that's why we did it. But we had another baby. And that's when your little brother, Raya Thanos, was born. This time, though, your brother spent a little time in the hospital. And mommy spent a little time in the hospital. Not as long as they did with you. Not as long as we did with you, I'm sorry. But just a, a little, a, a few weeks in the NICU for your little brother. And um, just about a, a few days for for mommy. But this time, you know, um, daddy thinks that mommy tried to hide uh, how she felt inside. Because she she wanted to tell herself that it wasn't like the first time with you. But mommy was sick. Mommy was sick and mommy was hurt. Something was going on inside of mommy that nobody knew about. That daddy didn't know about. And mommy decided to go somewhere. She left the house early in the morning. And um, she died because she wanted to die. Not because she didn't love you. Not because she didn't love Bubba. But mommy just didn't want to be here anymore. It's hard for me to explain exactly what that means right now. I hope when you listen to this, you're old enough to understand that mommy decided to not be here anymore because of something inside and something that's avoidable, right? So I want to make sure you know that I can't, I don't want to use, you know what, it's the word suicide, baby. Mommy killed herself. Mommy died because she wanted to die and mommy killed herself. The reason why this is hard for me to say and the reason why I don't want to tell you right now when you're this young or honestly at all, I don't want to ever let you think that's ever an option. That's never an option. You should never feel like you want to die. You should never feel like there's nothing to live for. You should never feel like there's no one to turn to. It doesn't matter how hard life gets. It doesn't matter how dark it gets, the lights will come on eventually, and you have to believe that. It's hard for us to grasp that the bad things will never end, even though every day when we have good things and good times, we never want them to end. But we know those good times end. But just like we know those good times are going to end, we have to know the bad times will also end. So whatever it is when you're older, right now or later on in life, Whatever it is that you feel like you're going through, I want you to know, I swear to you, baby, I promise, daddy promises, daddy swears to you, 
that it will pass and everything will get better. Everything will not always be doom and gloom. Everything will not always be hard. You will have hard days, but you're also going to have good days. You're going to have ups in life and you're going to have downs in life. But you got to understand that the ups only come with the downs and the downs only come when they're up, right? Just like when it's raining outside. You might not be able to play outside. You might not be able to do what you want because of the rain. But the sun will shine. The sun will shine one day, maybe the next day, maybe in a few days. But the sun will shine. So just like we have rain and sun, we're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have good days and bad days. But you got to understand that's part of life. And I need you to understand that's part of life. All right? I'm going to do everything I can to teach you and to raise you as strong as I can. But when I say strong, I don't mean like it's not okay to cry and it's not okay to be weak. You're It's okay to be weak. It's okay to be vulnerable. But you have to be honest with yourself when you're weak, when you're vulnerable. You have to understand that it's okay. And everything that's going on, no matter what period of time it is in your life, no matter how hard it is, that all you have to do is stick with it and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Appreciate the people you have in your life. And if the people around you are the reason why you're down, then you have to let go of those people. That might be a lesson learned in a different way other than just daddy telling you. But sometimes you have to let go of things in order to feel better. Sometimes that's people. Sometimes that's your career. Sometimes that's uh, your neighbors. You know, Sometimes you just got to move or just be quiet. And you have to let things pass and let things work the way they work. But in order for you to find out if something's worked out, you have to be here for that process. All right? You can't quit on yourself and you can't quit on the people around you. Now, that's what I feel like mommy did. I think mommy quit. But I'm not mad at mommy. I'm not mad at mommy. I'm upset that she wasn't here to be here for you and with you. But you have to be better. And you will be better, baby. I promise you'll be better. Okay? And daddy's going to be here. Dad's going to be here as long as God lets me be here. And we're going to get through anything we can together. And even long after I'm gone, you're going to have me inside your heart. All right. It's important for me to tell you this because I don't want you wondering. I don't want you thinking. I don't want you hearing this from anybody else. All right. You're amazing. You're going to be amazing. Even when you mess up, you're still amazing. There was one more thing during this time, too. So mommy passed away in August of 2020. So August of 2020, we were... Uh, the country, the world was going through something called a pandemic. This virus called COVID was everywhere and everybody had to stay home. Everybody had to stay home and lock themselves away and they couldn't talk to other people or they couldn't be around other people. Um, Stores shut down, malls shut down so you couldn't go shopping and you couldn't go hang out and you couldn't go, you couldn't go do a lot of things. So, um, you know, it was just, everybody was just locked in their house. So, um, some people had a hard time with that. Some people had a hard time not being in contact with other people or seeing other people or being around other people. And they got depressed. They got depressed and they got sad. They got lonely. They felt empty. Um, they just got tired of being locked up in their house or sitting in their backyard and, um, even though we had each other, Daddy still had to 
do weird work. Um, I don't know how to explain that, but I went into work and, and didn't go to work and had to travel, but not travel. Um, it was just a funny time for the entire world, the country. And that played a lot, you know, feeling like you're isolated, feeling like you're alone um, all the time. And then adding the whole postpartum depression on top of it uh, made it even harder, right? Because the people that mommy normally would have maybe gone to or hung out with and made maybe feel normal afterwards or or, or helped her make, maybe feel normal, she wasn't able to see. Nobody can go do anything and nobody was supposed to see anybody and and everybody was worried about getting sick. So everybody wore masks and gloves or stayed inside the house and, and Lysoled everything and, and fought over toilet paper. Uh, you'll get that whenever you whenever you learn about this in history class, I guess. Um, but that added to it, you know. Um, she felt she felt sick and she had nobody to turn to. Um, and when daddy was here, she turned to me or maybe she she didn't turn to me as much as she should have. And she kept things inside because she wanted to prove to everybody how strong she was, um, the second pregnancy. So um, that was another added layer of things, right? Um, once again, not giving an excuse, but just giving you perspective on what was going on at that time. And I'm going to go back and say this again, baby. There's never a reason to do anything bad to yourself, okay? Never any reason to do anything bad to yourself. And I wish I can tell you exactly why mommy did what she did. Or what she was thinking when she did it. But I can't. And that's what hurt. That's what hurts. That's what hurts everybody. The not knowing. The not understanding. Uh, the continuing of the, the question. Why? Why? I've been asking myself this now for th- almost three years. And I still. I don't have an answer to give myself. I don't have an answer to give you. I just. We just keep on putting one foot in front of the other baby. Over the last three years. You've shown me how resilient you are and I know I see it in your eyes sometimes and you've asked me to stay away when you've realized that um or not when you realize but during things that you know mommies attend you don't want daddy around and even though it hurts I understand I understand that that you don't have that person to do your hair like the other girls in class that you don't have uh mommy daughter time but you know daddy's daddy's gotten his feet done with you daddy's got his nails done with you daddy's cut your hair and taking you to the salon and daddy's been trying his hardest to make it feel like you're not missing much and I know sometimes it's worked and it's been temporary but I know there's still that void and it's important for me to also tell you that even though I know I can fill that gap with somebody else, I know that you know that that will never be mommy. And I know it will never be mommy. So I gotta be, I have, I've had to be careful as to who I've let in close to you and, and how long they've been close to you. All right? As things go, you know, as things go on and time passes and more uh, hurdles get jumped, we'll get through whatever whatever that hurdle is and we'll, and we'll get over it. All right. But for now, um, I want you to know that, you know, you've you've shown so much strength and uh, for you to be your age and be the person you are. I'm, I'm so excited to see how you grow up. I'm, I'm so excited to see um, who you're going to be and how you're going to turn out. All right. Because I think it, nothing but great things are going to come out of you. 
And I don't mean great in, in the sense of like you have to go out there and do something great. I mean great as in the fact that you're going to be just a great person. No matter, no matter what that person looks like, it's going to be a great person. All right? Now, we've only made it through three years. I know middle school is coming up. I know high school is coming up. I know your life is coming up. And I know you got, you know, every year we go through birthdays, we go through Mother's Day, we go through holidays. And I know there's going to be um, things that I can't always be here for you for. As much as I know I want to be here for you, I know you're not going to let me be here for you. In some instances, I know there's some things I can't do. I can't talk you through a period. I'm going to Google it and we're going to get through it together. But um, I want you to know that as long as you face the world head on with your chin up high, and your chest out. Nothing and no one will break you unless you want to be broken. And I wish, you know, mommy was here to tell you that because she would tell you that. I know she would. All right. Because uh, mommy was that person. Mommy was that person. Like I said, if it wasn't for her hormones and everything going on inside, inside of her body, um, I know this would be a different story. I know this would be a different circumstance. I just sometimes you just can't fight the inside of you um, after a pregnancy. I know hormones and your mindset, everything gets changed up. Once again, I'm not using that as an excuse at all because I don't want you to ever think that there's a valid excuse to take your life. I don't want you to think there's ever a reason that's good enough for you to take your life. I just want you to know that I know how strong mommy was. I just don't know what happened. All right. I know mommy grew up strong. I knew mommy grew up with some issues. All right, that she worked through and she was able to work through. Just like you. We're going to work through issues. You're going to work through issues. I want you to grow up in appreciating the fact that those issues existed because you're going to get strength from every issue you overcome. Ava, I love you. Ava, I love you so much. And nothing's ever going to change that. And I mean that. Nothing is ever going to change how much I love you. Your brother loves you. Everybody that comes around you loves you. You're a ray of sunshine in a dark room. You're a light bulb in a cellar. You're everything. I appreciate the people that you have around you because you want them around you. I appreciate the time that you spend around people that you have around you because that time is something you're never going to get back. Understand your worth. Understand your value. Understand your, your mission, your vision. Understand it. Even if it's not clear sometimes, clarity will come. But you have to continue putting one foot in front of the other. And on these podcasts, I say, you know, it's okay to, to take a deep breath and float. Sometimes we're going to get tired of swimming. Sometimes it feels like we're swimming an ocean, across an ocean, through an ocean, top to bottom, side to side. And we're going to get tired. When we get tired, we can't just drown. We can't give up. What we can do, though, is lean back, take a deep breath in. And just float. Just breathe. Breathe. I love you, baby. And I hope whenever you hear this, you're going to understand why I felt like I had to say this to you. And I hope whenever you hear this, I'm right there with you. All right? I love you.